For the balance of the hour, and indeed much of it afterwards when Meet the Press takes over at 12 noon, we are talking about the situation this week involving President Trump's former National Security Advisor, Michael Flynn. He pleaded guilty on Friday to lying to the FBI about conversations with the Russian ambassador last December. He is basically now the first White House official uh, to strike a, a plea deal, a cooperation deal, with special counsel Robert Mueller's inquiry into election interference, Mueller looking for possible ties between the Trump campaign and Russia. The uh, contact that was made, and we talked a little bit about this last hour, the contact that was made came during the transition and not during the campaign, but nonetheless he is accused there of lying. And uh, it's kind of like the old Martha Stewart case where where she uh, did not get uh, convicted of insider trading, but in the end she got convicted of lying and had to spend some prison time there. And also, as a result of all of this, there is that cooperation deal where Mueller presumably is getting more information about what exactly went down. Let's talk a little bit more about that and bring in our next guest. Anthony Bruce is with us for 37 years. He was an assistant U.S. attorney in the Western office here in Western New York, and uh, he knows certainly how prosecutions work. Mike Iger, by the way, is uh, still with us, a journalism professor at SUNY Fredonia, also himself an attorney. So we're going to delve into the legal issues uh, this hour. Mr. Bruce, thanks for being here. Glad you could join us. Good morning, and thank you for having me. Procedurally, when you look at what came down on Friday, uh, does there is there anything there that, that gives you an indication as to what is to come or, or perhaps the level of cooperation that uh, Mr. Flynn is giving uh, the special counsel? Uh, I think, just looking at it from 30,000 feet, that, that Flynn is giving the special counsel a lot. The reason I say that is he, he's been asked to plead guilty and has pled guilty to what I would consider a fairly minor charge and will probably spend little or no time in jail. The flip side of that means that he's probably given the special counsel an awful lot of information. Can we know what that information is based on what we've seen thus far? We can certainly make an educated guess. Um, he has pleaded guilty to meeting with the Russian ambassador on two occasions and, and lying about that. Uh, the next question is, why did he meet with the Russian ambassador? Who in the transition team put him up to meeting with the, with the Russian ambassador? Uh, can that be backed all the way up to Trump? And, of course, the flip side of that, or the problem for Trump is, now he's come out and he said that he fired Flynn in part for lying to the FBI. So that's a problem for, for the president as well. I want to talk a little bit about that. Here was the tweet where he, uh, he mentioned that. Uh, this is from at Real Donald Trump, uh, President Trump's Twitter feed. I had to fire General Flynn because he lied to the vice president of the FBI. He's bloody guilty to those lies. It's a shame because his actions during the transition were lawful. And that has uh, opened up a floodgate of criticism. Here's a, a corresponding tweet or a responding tweet from uh, Representative Adam Schiff. If that's true, Mr. President, why did you wait so long to fire Flynn? Why did you fail to act until his lies were publicly exposed? And why did you pressure Director Comey to let this go? Do you think, as a former prosecutor, Anthony Bruce, that this tweet puts the Trump uh, administration or the president himself in jeopardy? That tweet in and of itself is an incriminating statement by the president. Now, there's a footnote to that. Incriminating him for obstruction of justice? What, 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 does it, uh, what charge would spring from it? Obstruction of justice. Okay. It's what, what, what I envision here is if he... He knew Flynn lied to the FBI, and the tweet tells us he did. Uh, and then he went to Director Comey and asked Comey either to, to stop or slow down or whatever he asked Comey to do. Knowing that, 
that's a pretty good outline of an obstruction charge. A, he was aware of a crime. B, he said ignore the crime, therefore obstruction of justice. Yes, and you have to consider, you know, if I went to Director Comey or you went to Director Comey and asked him to, to back off, that's one thing. But the President of the United States is, is, just by virtue of his office, a wholly different person. All right, now, now President Trump's team this morning is saying he's not to blame for that tweet uh, involving that situation. Here's ABC reporter David Wright with a little bit of a response from the White House. This tweet comes out from the president for the very first time, suggesting <coughs> that the president knew at the time that Flynn had lied to the FBI. Overnight, the president's personal lawyer, John Dowd, came out and uh, told ABC News that actually he wrote that tweet, not the president, and that he did so in a sloppy manner, and that it was never meant to suggest that the president knew at the time that Flynn had lied to the FBI. All right. Now, does the fact that the uh, attorney wrote the tweet and not the president give him insulation? Maybe. Number one, you got to understand the attorney represents the president. And not to get too far down a rabbit hole, the federal rules of evidence, uh, because he represented the president, he's making uh, a statement, in essence, in the president's shoes. Now, did the president know that Flynn lied? That's a problem to prove, and that's a problem that Mueller's going to have to, to prove, but, but he's certainly got um, a leg up on that. All right. How significant is it that the president's tweets are now being run by an attorney? Um, well, to back up just a little bit, anybody who, first of all, talks to a law enforcement agent without first consulting with or having an attorney, and any person who's under investigation who says anything without consulting with, attorney, with an attorney, is, is just doing the wrong thing. So this does not indicate guilt, this is just caution? Well, I think we have to let Mueller parse that out. I mean, if the, if, if the, the attorney said it in a representative capacity, uh, he was either very, very reckless or he learned it from the president. And, and that's for Mueller to find out. 8030930 is our number. Anthony Bruce is here. He's a former federal prosecutor in West New York. 37 years in that office. We're talking about the uh, situation involving Michael Flynn and uh, special counsel Robert Mueller. Held over from the previous segment, too, we've got Mike Igo here, professor of journalism at SUNY Fredonia and himself a practicing attorney. Chime on in, Mike. What do you see involving the procedures of Michael Flynn here? Uh, he, d does the way this is unfolding tell you anything about the future? Not necessarily, but I think one thing people understand about the law, Dave, is the same thing I teach my law students. There's something called the prima facie case. Basically, you know, knowing something is true and proving it are two different things. So depending upon how you frame your case before the court, you have to lay out certain elements and you've got to prove them. So that's the situation here. I think Mr. Bruce is exactly right. It seems that there's probably a lot of good stuff that's going to come out of this, which is why they're willing to cut the deal. And that's why prosecutors sometimes pass on cases that have a big media outcry or whatnot. For example, the hockey player cases, you know, with the uh, cane and so on. Uh, why did the knife do it? Because they probably felt there was not a good enough case there to go to court. And that's the thing that the prosecutor decides. And it's kind of like a fishing expedition. You gather all your evidence, and then you decide if it's worth going forward. And it certainly seems to be, in this case, it's worth going forward. Okay, so if, if you have to have A in order to prove B in order to prove C, what do either of you guys read out of, out of what has been put forth in the indictments already? I think Mueller is, is well on his way to an obstruction case against the president. Uh, I agree with Mike. He's not there yet, and we'll just have to let the chips fall. But Mueller knows what he's doing, and he wouldn't have entered into this plea agreement if he, wasn't, if he didn't think he was well on his way to that, to that uh, goal. 
Okay. When we come back from, and Mike's shaking his head too, so we'll we'll uh, we'll take that as a yes. You're absolutely right, Anthony Bruce. Uh, when we come back, we'll uh, take a couple of phone calls too. Eight oh three oh nine thirty is the number, and we'll bring in political commentator Michael Caputo as well. Much more to come. Stay with us. It's Hardline on News Radio nine thirty WBen. It's Hardline on News Radio nine thirty WBen. This is Dave Debo. We do uh, apologize, by the way, if you're hearing us really poorly. We are still having some after effects of a fire in the building here. Uh, minor fire, but it ended up uh, having the, the fire people here overnight. And as a result, they shut down the electricity. And as a result, a lot of our equipment is giving us a lot of trouble. So if you're hearing me on the radio, chances are you're hearing me through quite a bit of static. We are getting some reports that uh, you might not even be hearing us there at all. So if you're someone who's computer savvy and you're a computer, you can listen to us nonetheless online at WBEN.com. And we will forge ahead, continuing our discussion now. Anthony Bruce is with us, former uh, prosecutor, federal prosecutor for the Western District of New York. Also, attorney Mike Igo is here, journalism professor at SUNY Fredonia. We are talking about the situation earlier this week involving Michael Flynn. On Friday, President Trump's former national security advisor pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI about conversations with the Russian ambassador, Sergei Kisilek. Uh, he basically, uh, according, and let's, let's bring you back in, uh, Anthony Bruce. You were saying before the break, he basically uh, has now put himself out there as an ally of special counsel Robert Mueller, and as a result, you feel that uh, based on the things that have come out during this, that Mueller is building an obstruction case. To what to, to how do you see that playing out to what uh, are there tea leaves that you can read in terms of who it's against? Would it be a, a case against the president? Well, I think definitely he's looking at a case against the president um, because the question is what what kind of of influence what kind of pressure did the president exert on Jim Comey um, before the president hired him, and why did he exert that president why did he exert i'm sorry that pressure and that influence on comey before before he fired him and if it was to stop the Flynn investigation and the Flynn investigation uh, is an investigation that would eventually lead back to the president's doorstep um, there's your outline of an obstruction case now he's got to prove it. But there's your outline of an obstruction case. Now, the last time you and I talked was right after the indictment of uh, former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort. And that, too, was a case where Robert Mueller uh, brought in kind of an ancillary charge, something that he discovered along the way, something that he was probably obligated to prosecute because he's a prosecutor. Uh, Can we look at these two together in total and say... There's some tea leaves over here involving Manafort that point in one direction. There's some tea leaves over here involving uh, Flynn that point in the same direction. Or are the two pretty much just separate cases? Uh, and when we take it in totality, does your perspective as to targets and final outcome change? When I look at these two cases in their totality, I see some relationship between the two cases, but I don't think that they are part and parcel of one another. Um, I look at it as the special prosecutor is looking at this from several different directions, Manafort being one, Flynn being the other. And I think Flynn is the easier pathway to get there, but I think he's looking at it from both directions. All right. Earlier in the program, we were talking about some of the media issues swirling around this. Mike Igo is still here. Mike's a former TV reporter and also an attorney, teaches journalism at SUNY Fredonia. Let's bring in a caller or two, someone that was holding from that earlier segment about the media. So perhaps a question for you, uh, Mike. Tony and Clarence, you're up. Hi. Thanks for waiting. Yeah. Uh, to talk about lying. 
President, uh, the fact checks on President uh, Trump say he's lied over a thousand times so far. That gives Mueller a real indication of the character of this president. He's nothing but a liar, and I'm going to tell you he's a crook. And I said that on your show before, and I believe that. Obstruction of justice? You're not even taking the total thing about Flynn. Flynn had an assistant, and her name was uh, Katie McBride, I believe, or something like that. She uh, was not going to get full orders to take and go and call the Russians about the sanctions that President Obama had issued. All right. I, I want to ask the prosecutor about one of the things you raised there. Can can Robert Mueller uh, look at who President Trump is and take character issues into account, or, or is he pretty much obligated, as I would think, uh, Anthony Bruce, to stick with uh, just the, the facts that he's able to uncover? Well, character issues, no. Donald Trump could be the greatest person alive. He could be the worst person alive. He can't use that in order to prosecute Trump. Uh, nor can Trump use that. Well, Trump might be able to use that at a, at a trial if we ever get there. Um, his lies, if I understand the question, um, you know, if I lie to you, you're not an official person, doesn't matter. You get into some real kind of arcane rules of evidence to, as to whether he can use those other lies in a prosecution of Trump. Um, and that would take probably two programs to explain. Yeah, that's why the prosecutor you know, has to sift through the clutter, obviously, and figure out what's actually going to work legally. All the other things, as Mr. Bruce says, are fine, but ultimately what does it have to do with the price of eggs? Right, exactly. Okay, so let's uh, go around the table then and get a prediction from each one of you guys. Where do you see this going? And, and I, I, I hate to be repetitious, but uh, I think it's really kind of one of the best ways to sum up as we come toward the end of the program here. Mike Iger, what do you see happening next? I think it's going to go forward. I think we might be seeing the beginning of something akin to Watergate, but we shall see, obviously. All right, and Anthony Bruce, the same, uh, the same thing, if you can. I, I can't put it any better. I mean, Trump is, Trump is in a funny place right now. He could, he could very quickly uh, pardon Mike Flynn, um, and, and that would perhaps uh, take the hammer away that's over him. Flynn's head at this point, but on the other hand, he'd create a firestorm that would be incredible if he did that. So I suspect that Mueller's pushing forward. He's going to try and tie up the loose ends I've, I've talked about, and we shall see what happens. All right. Without about a minute or so left before we join Meet the Press at 12 noon, let's now also bring in political analyst Michael Caputo, someone who worked for the Trump administration. Michael, your comments, or, uh, for the campaign rather, I'm sorry, not the administration. Michael, your comments, where do you think this is going after what you've seen this past week involving Michael Flynn? Well, I think after, you know, there are three things we know right now. Number one, that uh, Michael Flynn pled guilty to uh, uh, for to you know for actions that he was fired for by President Donald Trump. Number two, um, everything that Michael Flynn did besides lying was perfectly legal in his position as the new National Security Advisor in the administration, incoming administration. And number three, there is no way to collude uh, you know with the December uh, conversation with Russia with, that Flynn had. There's no he was no, no way he was colluding to affect an election that had happened a month and a half before. So this isn't about Russian collusion anymore, from what my perspective. It's about obstruction, and that's a difficult question for President Trump. How do you see it playing out? Well, it's interesting because you see, you know, the president today tweeting 
uh, in, uh, uh, you know, kind of adversely to what Comey has said. He thinks Comey is saying that he asked him to uh, set aside his investigation of Flynn, and Trump, the president today tweeted <coughs> not asking him to do so. You know, that's a hard question because when when you're asking uh, a juror, let's say, for example, or a House member in this case, if it were impeachment, uh, whether they believe uh, FBI direct, former FBI Director Comey or they believe President Trump, that might be a close call. But when it comes to Michael Flynn, General Flynn, as a collaborator who has already pled guilty to, uh, to lying to federal officials, he is by you know, statute, uh, uh, the, the court is bound uh, to treat him uh, with a grain of salt, to, to question what he says. So Trump versus Comey is, is a tough battle for the president. But Trump versus Flynn, I think Trump wins that uh, yeah, that uh, he said, she said every time. All right. Former prosecutor Anthony Bruce, is he a, a witness that lacks credibility? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think that uh, uh, I think that the, the general lacks credibility just by statute. I think that um, uh, the president, you know, the question as to whether or not the president uh, was obstructing. Let, let, let's just say this. If the president said to Michael Flynn, uh, uh, don't say anything to anyone, don't tell anybody anything, and I'll pardon you after this is all over. That's obstruction. All right, Mike, Mike uh, I'm going to pop you uh, off here just to, to make sure we can bring in Anthony Bruce. You, I think you misheard me. He was the one that I was asking. Uh, Prosecutor Bruce, do you think perhaps that there's a credibility issue here with Michael Flynn? Well, in a general sense, yes. In, in a specific sense, the president has already admitted all of the various things would be asked to testify to. So you'd be the judge. I mean, if I've already admitted it and Flynn gets up there and testifies about it, I think he's pretty credible. Okay, fair enough. That is all we have time for. Now it's off to Washington and meet the press on News Radio 930 WBEN Buffalo.